Foster, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with best-selling author Geneva Lee. We discuss how she's curating her own unique corner in the book world, away with words, board game cafes, and our favorite royals. Hello, Geneva. Hi. Hi. How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. You know, getting through <laughs> the last few weeks of school and that oh. stress of dragging kids around. How many kids do you have? Two. That's enough, so, isn't it? And they're at that age where they're still completely dependent, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know. They can cook themselves food, but they can't drive. So, <laughs> And all the after school things. I know. Mm-hmm. I never can wait until it's summertime. But then they'll be underfoot all summer long. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get anything like done in the summer? <laughs> I always, every summer I plan like spectacular amounts of work and then I come up very short and I think yeah. next summer I'm not going to do this. I promise. Mm-hmm. And I was just yesterday planning spectacular amounts of work. Oh no. <laughs> summer, so we'll see. What is it about spring that just makes our minds go crazy like that? Because I'm guilty of that too. Well, I live just outside of Seattle. So basically after, you know, eight months of pure gray and yes. drizzle, it's like a, it's like a fog literally lifts. Oh, <laughs> so I, I'm yeah. ready to go. All the cherry then, blossoms. Yeah. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. so pretty there in the spring. Oh, yeah. It's very, very beautiful. Almost too beautiful. There's too many wonderful things to go do, too. So you're like, (laughs) well, I could work or I could go to the beach. So tell me what you're working on right now. I'm working on the third installment of my new Royals continuation, Consume Me. Okay. And it's books that feature... Probably my most popular couple, Alexander and Clara. So I left them in a terrible position at the end of last <laughs> book, and now I'm figuring out how to get them out of it. When will that be coming out? June 25th. Do you see how I hesitated there? <laughs> I think somehow it wound up on Amazon is June 24th. So. Oh, okay. oh well, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> one of those days. <laughs> is this correct that you have three series out? Um, the Royal Saga and World and Good, Good Girls, Girls Don't. Don't. And then I have another series that's been rebranded as Las Vegas Sins. Oh. That is sort of a Pretty Little Liars meets Veronica Mars spinoff. So it's like upper, upper, upper YA okay. or new adult. So Yeah, they were like... My, one of my favorite books to write, actually, because really? it's just snarkiness all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask, do you have a favorite that you love going back to? Well, yeah. It's probably the Royals, though. I would imagine, because you've got so many, that that must be. How do you keep it alive, and how do you plan everything so it doesn't get disjointed? Are you a huge plotter? Not as much as people would probably think, given my books <laughs> because this is the 10th Royals book that feature um, some of them feature a different couple but these characters it's the same characters throughout and you know one I took a like long break between the last Royals saga book and these new ones mm-hmm. and people would ask all the time if I was going to write more in that world and I would kind of hesitate Because I never wanted to say no, but I didn't want to say yes. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the idea for the original Royals books was kind of inspired by watching the relationship between 
William and Kate and okay. wondering what it must be like for her. Yeah. And so I kind of spun out this whole, frankly, insane romance <laughs> and conspiracy and things like that. And uh, it was kind of when Harry and Meghan got together and it became kind of a joke because there are a lot of similarities between their relationship and the relationship in these novels I'd written a couple years before (laughs) that and so I would joke oh they owe me royalties but (laughs) honestly like some of the things that they were dealing with kind of reminded me of the situation that I'd left Alexander and Clara in and I thought god and I just started thinking about them what would they be doing what would they be and then the next thing I knew I was working on new books for them. So (laughs) for me, it was about feeling like I had more story to tell about these characters. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to ever feel as though I was doing it for money or because I didn't know what else to do or, you know, like I think that when you start to get into a long running series, you have to kind of, we've all read a long running series where at some point you're like, I don't think your heart's really in this anymore. So I had to make sure my heart was going to be in it. And it honestly is, I really love these characters, but I kind of set it up in terms of plot. I kind of roadmap everything. Mm. So I have ideas of like major events that are going to happen in the books. Mm -hmm. And then I get to kind of put my characters in the situation and see how they respond to it because they have minds of their own at this point. (laughs) Sometimes I'll go into a scene thinking, okay, this is what's going to happen in this scene. I'll do a little brainstorm before I start. And then the next thing I know it's gone completely the other direction and they've responded in a way that's actually so true to who they are as characters and I'm like well of course that's how they would respond but god do you know them at all (laughs) (laughs) I love it when that happens oh I do too I think I was sobbing during one of the scenes I wrote in the last book because honestly they were supposed to have a fight and it just got to a level that you know was so raw and real if for anyone who's been married for a long period of time or married or in a committed relationship, it was like, oh, wow, I know exactly what they're feeling right now. I know mm. exactly how this is going down and I don't know how they're going to fix it. I want to read that scene for sure. <laughs> well, you only have to get through eight before Yeah, it. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I found out you own a bookstore, I was so excited I would love that. That sounds like a dream. You run it with your sister too? Yeah. So we moved to this sort of tiny, idyllic Bayside village a couple years ago. It's known as Little Norway. So it looks like a Norwegian fishing village, which is actually true because I have a reader in Norway who sent me postcards really and it looks almost exactly the same like that's the joke we've sent her postcards she sent us (laughs) but they have this little strip of a historic downtown and it almost looks like a movie set like it doesn't look like it can be real but there was a used bookstore and we were walking by it one night and we'd gone into it a bunch of times we knew the owner And it was just really dark at a weird time and something about it. And I turned to my sister and said, you know, I think that bookshop is closed. And she's like, yeah, of course it's closed. I'm like, no, closed (laughs) like forever. (laughs) 
I said, and if it is, I want it uh-huh. because I tend to do crazy things like decide to open a bookstore, <laughs> <laughs> which was absolutely insane. And I know so many authors that when they find out I own a bookstore or, you know, if I haven't seen them in a while and they're like, oh my God, that's my dream. I'm like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, that was my dream too. You know, growing mm-hmm. up, I loved bookstores and I would talk about it in college, you know, someday I'm going to own a bookstore. Especially this gonna be now. Like, it's so sad. They're all closing. Yeah. So we did it. We decided to open the bookstore and we went in knowing that we had to kind of do something different Mm -hmm. because indie bookstores are struggling so much. We said, okay, it has to be a really curated experience. So we decided to make it sort of the ultimate escape for women. Yes. Actually, everyone who comes is like, oh my, and <laughs> anyone who's listening to this that's an author, you know, I say it all the time, but really, honestly, if you want to take a trip out to Seattle for vacation and write it off, just just email me and we'll set up a signing for you. Ooh, okay. <laughs> like, we do that all the time, but it's a, it's kind of this ultimate escape for women. So we decided to focus on bath products and tea and the kind of books women want to read. So we have romance novels. We have a pretty healthy YA section. We have a lot of girl power books, Mm -hmm. um, you know, empowerment books and business books geared towards women and um, mysteries because we found that that was kind of underserved. Mm -hmm. So we created this whole concept and we ended up starting our own bath line because when we tried to bring in products that were book themed, uh, what we found is they were all geared around men. Oh. So it was always Charles Dickens and Mark Twain. Right. And it was very difficult to find. I'd say whenever we would find a book-themed line, it was maybe 10 to 20% themed around women. And the rest were all male authors, which, yeah, traditional literary canon. We just decided to say, screw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and created our own. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's a whole book line of bath products. You know, we have bath bombs that are all different genres of books and face creams that are named after famous female writers. And we just had SC Stevens and AL Jackson up for our anniversary signing. And they were both like, how do we get our own lotions? (laughs) 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 So that may be our next thing is to do lotions for authors that visit. One of my favorite bookstores is in Nashville, Ann Patchett's bookstore. Have you ever been there before? Is it Parnassus? Yes. 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 Yes, I have. I was there on a book tour years ago now. But it's, yeah, it's an amazing bookstore. And I loved that she was sitting back there writing in her office. I was there. Do you write at work? So the joke was that we were going to turn this back room into, um, we were going to put a big window in it that was soundproof. <laughs> And it would have like a sign that was like author at work. And I realized early on there was just no way. I'm too hands-on. So if I'm in there, I am talking with people. I'm moving Mm -hmm. stuff around. When, you know, a crotchety old man comes in and makes a terrible comment, I fire one back off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, you know, don't mess with the feminist romance author. Right. (laughs) But... I realized really early on that there was absolutely no way I was going to actually get any work done there. Because my sister would say that every once in a while. Maybe you could bring in your laptop and work at the counter. I'm like, one of the things is not getting attention. (laughs) (laughs) I I just won't be able to divide my attention that way. So 
at this point now, we'll see. One of these days, she's going to trick me and lock <laughs> me into a back room she's created. I'll be like, well, you better get some work done. Well, it sounds dreamy. I want to go there. Away with Words, right? That's the Away with Words it. Bookshop in so Paulsboro, Washington. And we also have Edit Apothecary, which is right now only in our store but that's actually probably expanding soon so fun. yeah i know crazy it was just kind of a here's a fun fact it's really hard to keep a store open just selling books yeah that's why when you walk into barnes and noble <gasps> right <laughs> i know sad but true it's sad but true which prince would you most like to meet oh that's hard um <laughs> actually like probably Harry, mm -hmm. if I was going to meet one of them, it would probably be him. Alexander's much more based off Harry's antics than he is off William. What about Princess? I don't know. I think it's really hard. To, you know, I was quite taken with Kate for a long time. But honestly, like, I know that I know she's technically not a princess. Like, I've yeah. been so impressed with Meghan Markle. Like, I just, I love her style. I love mm -hmm. how she holds herself, how she carries herself, how graceful she's been. Like, I'm continually impressed by, she reminds me a lot of Diana. Yes. So I guess, you know, if we're doing fiction, like, if we're doing a crazy thing, like Diana, but she's kind of not mm -hmm. available. Right. <laughs> she would have been a dream to meet for sure. Yes. Did, have you watched all the royal weddings in the last? Oh, Yes. We watched them all. We actually, for Harry and Meghan's, the store was open. It had only been open a month. And we hosted a watch party and wore ridiculous hats and had Fun. cake and Aww. had Harry and Meghan paper dolls, which was awesome because when I was a kid, I grew up playing with a set of Diana and Charles paper dolls from their wedding. Oh, my that goodness. That was my great-grandmother's, you know. Cute. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I watch it all. I was up like, like a flash with mm -hmm. the seeing him and finding out the name and <laughs> all of this stuff too. I felt like with their wedding, you really felt their love for each other. Oh, absolutely. And I like how they're very um, affectionate towards mm -hmm. one another. Me too. I understand where William and Kate come from, but I also like, I don't know. I like that sort of fantasy of the uh, guy who's going to kind of you tradition mm -hmm. and <laughs> be romantic and protective and obviously I mean I wrote you know 10 books about it <laughs> <laughs> let's do a fast five I'll ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head okay last book you loved my god richer than sin by megan march mm. I devoured those books any genre you'd like to um, write but haven't paranormal okay I have some ideas on that. What are you wearing right now? Well, this is getting <laughs> saucy. <laughs> I'm wearing a dress, a striped dress. Cute. And slippers, obviously, because <laughs> I work from home, so I always wear slippers. I'm impressed you're wearing a dress at home. What is your favorite tea? Oh, an Assam black tea. Mm. So I'm not terribly picky. I like Le Mirage, which is a French brand and... Okay. I buy it when I'm in Paris every year and come Ooh. home and drink it. <laughs> this leads to my next question. Where would you live if you could live anywhere? Oh, that's really hard because I am a, I'm a traveler. Mm. Probably mm -hmm. I'd have to live in the States because my husband would, just will not leave, like move abroad. But this is, 
Mm-hmm. I live in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I would in a heartbeat. <laughs> I love it there. Yeah. As close oh. to LA as possible. I'm like the only person that's like, yeah, I want to live in LA. But <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, you would love, love to live there, you must miss the sun terribly. That's true. I do miss the sun all the time mm-hmm. and warm ocean water. And I don't know. I just love the SoCal vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm not naturally a super relaxed person, but when I'm there, I feel like I could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I lived there, that would go away. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic might cure you. <laughs> right. Exactly. I would have to figure out a way around that. Just get a driver. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Will I see you at any signings this year? I am supposed to be at Book Bonanza. This is my sort of down year, honestly. But we opened we opened a bookstore and my husband opened a board game cafe. Oh, fun. So we own two stores in downtown. And so it's just been like figuring out. I used to just travel at the drop of a hat. You want to go to Australia? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I go. And then now I'm like, oh, I got to cut back on that a little. So I'm doing a lot more signings next year. Okay. But are your no. shops close to one another? Yeah, they are. It's all in this little historic area. I so we love can just it. walk back and forth between them. Okay. I your know. next series needs to be about shop owners. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually joking because we were talking about a feud that apparently goes on between that's an old feud downtown and i was like i'm gonna write a christmas novella about that (laughs) because it's so ridiculous do it (laughs) well i think it's time for us to sing a song oh my god i know okay okay you've got two choices what a wonderful world or stronger by kelly clarkson I'm trying to decide if I know Stronger well enough to do that. (gasps) Do you know it? I think I do. (gasps) (laughs) This is going to be terrible. I am not a singer. (laughs) Or drum. All right. Are you ready? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ready. What What doesn't doesn't kill you you makes you stronger. Stand a little taller. Doesn't mean I'm lonely when I'm alone. What doesn't kill you makes a fighter But steps even lighter Doesn't mean I'm over Cause you're gone uh, It was that last line that yeah, I was like, I can't remember I know, same <laughs> it was And good I keep until wa- then. looking for the Just me, myself, and I <laughs> But it wasn't there I was at the wrong part <laughs> Me too Okay <gasps> Okay. Well, we Woo-hoo. tried This is why we don't make our living as singers or why I don't you were lovely um you were lovely as well (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for doing this today thank you for having me and I will look for you at book bonanza awesome I will see you there have a great rest of the day you too willow thank you bye I can't wait to go visit that bookstore sometime. It's worth the trip. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next week. 